Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I'm the founder and CEO of Mara Poling, and I'm happy to be with you this week to answer a question that I get asked with some regularity, not just by all of you wonderful listeners, but by clients that we work with. And that is, which is better to invest in, a major market or a secondary market? And it's a great question. We think there are reasons to invest in both. And so today, I'm going to give you three reasons to invest in a major market and three other reasons to invest in a secondary market. As always, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me, pat at marapolling.com. Recently, I had some challenges with my email, and I may have lost a few messages from some of you wonderful folks. So if you have emailed me recently and have not heard back from me, I would ask you, please, give me one more chance. Shoot me an email again. Uh, I believe we've solved all the problems with our mail server, and, uh, and I will absolutely respond to you. Also, go check out the Learning Center at marapoling.com. That's M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. Lots of great content for you there as well. So with that, let's, let's get into this. So major versus secondary. What, first, what do I mean by that? Well, a major market would be a market like San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, Miami. Um, sometimes they're referred to as you know, the NBA markets or the major league markets or the NFL markets. And that's pretty true. Although there are some small cities that like nobody, I think, would consider Green Bay a major market. Go Packers, right? But uh, but Green Bay as a metropolitan area doesn't really kind of fit that criteria. In Texas, which is one of the places where we like to put our multifamily investment dollars, uh, the major markets would be markets like Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio. Secondary markets are the markets that are slightly smaller than that, but still larger than pure rural markets. And so these, again, would be places like um, Waco and Austin and Temple and Tyler, Texas. And if you're like, I don't know that I've ever heard of these places. Well, that's kind of the way secondary markets are. They're not going to be places that you necessarily know of unless you're familiar with that specific geography, with the area that you're in. So why wouldn't you just want to invest in major markets? Well, there's lots of great reasons. Let me give you the first one. The first reason I would suggest that you should invest in secondary markets. And by the way, this is true if you're investing with a sponsor like Mara Poling or if you're gonna be building your own portfolio. Now, as always, if you're building your own portfolio, we would encourage you to do that near your home, near up where you can manage it. So if you live in a secondary market, that would make some sense. But if you're a passive investor putting money with a sponsor, secondary markets make sense for a variety of reasons. And the first one I'm gonna give you is your investment dollar buys more NOI. Now remember, when we invest in multifamily real estate, we're not really investing in real estate. We are, but we're buying a business. And we're buying a business that generates a certain amount of net operating income. In a secondary market, I get more net operating income for my dollar than I do in a major market. In a secondary market, my, uh, my um, 
uh, dollar of uh, investment might get me uh, 10 cents or 8 cents or 6 cents of NOI, whereas if I invested in a major market, I might only get 5 cents or 4 cents of NOI. So I get more net operating income for my investment dollar when I invest in a secondary market. Well, what about major markets? Major markets are great to invest in as well. And one of the reasons we invest in major markets is when you grow NOI in a major market, you generate more value. And it's essentially the inverse of the relationship I just described. So if I can generate an additional four cents of NOI in the example I'm using here, I generate an extra dollar of value in a major market. In a secondary market, that additional four cents of value might only generate 60 or 70 cents of value. So I get more oomph, more equity growth out of my increasing NOI when I'm in a major market. If I'm in a secondary market, I can buy more NOI with my dollars. And if you're understanding all this and thinking, gee, this makes a lot of sense. I've heard this before. Well, yes, this is the cap rate conversation, right? So cap rates are higher in secondary markets, which means you can buy more NOI for less money. And they're lower in major markets. And in a major market, when you have growth in NOI, you get more equity growth than you would if you were in a secondary market. Okay. What's another reason? Another reason we like secondary markets, and by the way, we invest in both. We have properties both in uh, metropolitan areas and large major markets, as well as in secondary markets. But one of the, another reason we like secondary markets is right now they are growing more rapidly than major markets. There is higher population growth on a percentage basis in secondary markets than there is in major markets. Why do we like that? The more people that move into an area, the more population growth, the more household growth. The more houses, household growth, the more renters there will be. And the more rental households there are, the more demand there is for rental units. And the more demand there is for rental units when there's a fixed supply, and again in the Class B space, it's essentially a fixed supply, then that pushes rents up. So we like that growth because that daisy chain eventually leads to increased demand with stagnant supply and higher rents. But what about a major market? Well, we like major markets because there are actually more renter households on a percentage basis in major markets than there are in secondary markets. So if there's growth in the population in a major market, more of that is going to be in the rental sector than it would be in a secondary market. And again, that puts more pressure on rents and allows us to move rents and improve the performance of our investments. Finally, I said I'd give you three, one, three for each. The third reason that it makes sense to invest in a secondary market is when you exit, you're likely to be able to exit and leave some opportunity for the next person. As we like to say, leave some meat on the bone for the next buyer. That helps you attract more potential buyers when you decide to exit the asset. And the more potential buyers there are, the higher the price you're going to get ultimately for that particular asset. 
And one of the reasons that happens is because when I am leaving a secondary market, when I'm leaving an asset that's in a Waco, a Temple, a Tyler, a College Station, what have you, because it's a secondary market, there is still growth in front of it. It is not a mature market yet. So there are new opportunities still coming, right? New businesses that may be coming to town, new population growth that's happening, all of which makes this property more attractive. On the other hand, the third reason we like investing in major markets is there are a lot of properties in major markets, many, many, many units, many, many, many properties. And the more properties there are, the more deals there are. And the more deals there are, the better the likelihood that I can find a property that's going to fit the criteria I'm looking for. If I'm in a secondary market, there are fewer deals to be had. There's more of them in major markets. In a secondary market, when it comes time to exit, I can use some of that to my advantage. So as you can see, when we look at secondary markets and major markets, there are wonderful reasons to invest in either of them. They aren't necessarily inverse reasons, right? So it's not like the reason to invest in a secondary market is a reason not to invest in a major market. It's just a bit of a different take on things like cap rates, on population growth, on the deal flow that happens in that market. We like both of them. It's, it's part of a well-diversified portfolio. Our total return fund, as an example, over its existence, has had assets in metropolitan areas, in the DFW area, in San Antonio, and also has had properties in secondary markets like Waco and Temple and Tyler and Longview. And they've all performed well for slightly different reasons. And that's what we wanted to share today. So I hope this helps you when you're looking for an investment with a sponsor, it helps you think a little bit more about where those assets might be located. Or if you're considering building your own portfolio or adding to your portfolio, and you're trying to decide where you might want to do that, again, we recommend doing that close to home. But if close to home gave you a chance to be either in a major market or in a secondary market, then this might give you some food for thought in terms of how that could work. I hope you found it valuable. If you have any questions, of course, shoot me an email, pat at marapoling.com. That's M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. And please join me next week for another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poling.